Thank you, Jesus. Wow. Wow. What an awesome day. What an awesome day to get to be here with you on this resurrection day. I'm telling you, I don't know of any place I'd rather be. You know, I love Hawaii. I love Florida on the beach. And I, I, I love them both. You know, I love Fiji. I love Papua New Guinea. I've been to places in the world that's just absolutely wonderful and beautiful. But I've, I don't anywhere else I'd rather be than right here with you and my sweet family, you, my family, and my blood family, I just believe that this is a special day. Can you say amen? When I say a special day, we know that it's what the world calls Easter, but it's Resurrection Sunday. We know that's a special day, but I believe it's going to be a special day to you because you're going to take the Word of God and apply it to your heart, and you're going to have healing, whether it's emotionally, spiritually, physically, financially, whatever it is, you're going to take that, and you're going to be an overcomer. Can you say amen? Now, we got, I got one announcement, but I'll make that later because we're already on the air with our Internet friends around the world, and thank you for joining us. Uh, it is so awesome to have you joining with us on this Resurrection Day, wherever you're joining us from. And, and I, got, I got one of the most beautiful emails, um, uh, I think it was yesterday, from someone that views us almost every service. And, and you know what, if, if we didn't reach anybody else but this one person, even though some months we are having as many as 150,000 people that view one service. Isn't that awesome? One service, sometimes that's how many people view one service because not just Facebook, you know, you that are watching on Facebook, thank you for watching, but that's our, so far it's been our smallest outlet. It's all the other apps that we're on that, that uh, we're, we're, we're reaching so many. But you know, if we hadn't reached but this one person, the testimony of the one person that came in was absolutely incredible. I, I, I don't have time to give it to you today, but she was telling us how God brought her and her husband back to the Lord. They were away from God for years, and through watching us, they came back to Christ, and now her family is united and 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 they're going to church and they're worshiping the lord and they're ministering and there was many years they were broken uh and away from god so i want to tell you i'm expecting something good to happen right here in this chapel today this is where it all begins i mean we just take what happens here and we send it to people around the world amen we have people watching from Dubai. We have people from Sweden. We have people from the, the, uh, all the different um, uh, our former communist countries. And it's just amazing the people that are connecting with us and partnering with us so that we can preach the gospel to hurting people around the world. Are you blessed today? Well, we got a special speaker in the house today. Uh, and, and I didn't ask, she volunteered. Uh, and, and you know, I think she's a great minister. I think she's a, well, number one, she's a great wife. She's a great mother. She's a, she's a, a, a great grandmother. She's a great, great grandmother. And so for her to offer to speak on Sunday, especially Easter Sunday, that's a big deal. That's a big deal, you know. 
things kind of changed this week in the house while she was studying and, and I was vacuuming, you know. Uh, the roles were kind of a little bit different this time, but uh, uh, I think I'll go back and, and uh, after she finishes today and I'll, I'll be the preacher and let her be the... Uh, uh, of course, I help in the house. I do that from time to time anyway, but, you know, I, I did extra this week uh, because she was studying, but... Uh, she said the Lord you know a few weeks ago she said the Lord's put something in her heart and she wanted to share it many times I asked her you want to speak no you want to speak no do you want to speak no because God hadn't given me anything well you know what God gave her something and put it in her heart come on up here baby and and I'm just grateful you know we were in a, a place, a business place yesterday, and, and a young man was talking to us, and, and uh, he looked at us, and he said uh, something about, you know, uh, how she looked, and of course, he didn't say a thing about how I looked. <laughs> and I said, now, don't you be calling me an old man, uh, because he had just called somebody else an old man right before that. And I said, now, don't you be calling me an old man. And he said, well, he said, your wife just looks so beautiful. And yes, I said, yeah, yes. we've been married a few years. And he said, well, how long have you been married, 25 years? <laughs> I, I said, only 57. I said, we've been married twice as long as you've been born. Yeah. He, said, he said, yeah, you're right, because I'm only 23. <laughs> I said, uh, God has done this for us. And we're blessed because Amen. God put us together right. and has made this all happen. That's right. And awesome. so I just wanted to introduce this lady to you as she <laughs> speaks this morning. And when God puts something in her heart and when she talks, believe me, I listen and I hope you will too. <laughs> Amen. Well, I'm ready this morning. You know, as Pastor was saying, um, the, the message really came from me hearing this song about a month ago. And the anointing just took over in the service that I was watching. And they just kept singing it and singing it over and over. And, you know, all of a sudden it started dropping down in my spirit that there is a healer in the house. And we need to recognize that healer today. Amen? Amen. Well, today is Easter, as everybody knows. But I want to ask you a question. What does Easter really mean to you? You know, to some people, it's uh, an excuse, especially women, to go get a new outfit. <laughs> we don't really need an excuse. We just like getting a new outfit, right? Or maybe it was a hat. You know, used to, I used to wear hats. But people kind of dress down now and they don't wear hats. I personally like a hat on a woman. And to some people, it's an Easter bunny. I like my props. To some people, it's an Easter bunny. And to some people, it's an Easter egg hunt. I'm going to throw this out to somebody. <laughs> But inside is a surprise. But I'm going to be talking about a big surprise today. And the Easter Bunny, I went to Google. 
and ask Google. Everybody goes to Google to ask a question. So I asked Google a question. I said, how did it come about of the Easter egg hunt in the bunny? And it went back to the, uh, nobody, I'm not going to throw this out. This is Jordan's. <laughs> I'd get in big trouble. Uh, but it came about in the 1700s and it came over from Germany and then it came over to Pennsylvania and thus we have the Easter Bunny. And the little children used to go in the nest to look for the eggs and that's how the Easter egg come about. But that's not what we're about today. That's fine. We have Easter egg hunts. We do for our children. We provide candies, treats, and stuff for them. But that's not what Easter's all about today. But it's okay because even though the children have an Easter egg hunt, they're still taught the Word of God. And that's what we need to do is uh, go ahead and have those events, but also explain the Word of God to them. Um, it's about the resurrection of our Heavenly Father today, our Jesus Christ that died on the cross that you and I might be saved today. The moment we accept Jesus, He comes alive on the inside of us. You have become a new creature and our old life, our old things that we used to do is now in the past because all things have become new once we accept Jesus Christ as our personal Savior. Do you agree with that? Amen. Well, I just messed up my iPad. Here we go. <laughs> I, I'm going to go to my husband for that. Get rid of that for me. Just get rid of it. Okay. No, I don't want a tablet and a pen. <laughs> Second Corinthians 5.17 This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone and a new life has begun. Psalms 103.12 Your sins removed as far as the east is from the west. And Pastor talked about that it's not north and south, but he talks about east and west because it's never ending. You can't ever meet yourself going east and west. You just keep going around. And so that's where our sins are gone. They're gone forever into infinity. Romans 10, 9 through 10. For if you tell others with your own mouth that Jesus Christ is your Lord and believe in your own heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved for it is by believing in his heart that a man becomes right with God. When we accept Jesus Christ, he dwells in us. Today I want to talk about healing in this house. I'm not talking about right here. We are physically in a building. We are physically here in a chapel. But I want to talk about this house. Because this house is where the Holy Spirit lives. This house is where everything comes out of. And so I want to talk about healing in this house house today because so many people need healing in their house today. First Peter 2 5 ye also as living stones are built up a spiritual house and holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. In 1 Corinthians 3 
16, don't you realize that all of you together are the house of God and that the spirit of God lives among you in his house. I looked up the word healing and healing means the process of making or becoming healthy again. House means a house and its occupant regarded as a unit. Together, once we accept Jesus Christ as Lord of our life, we become a unit because his Holy Spirit then lives on the inside with us. So we have a healing house once we accept Jesus Christ as Lord. And we depend on him for everything to keep that house healthy. A house has many rooms in it, right? Some houses have more than others, and we try to protect it from outside forces. We personally have ring doorbell. I like to know who's at my front door. <laughs> you see, someone may come that I don't want in my house. <laughs> we also have cameras. When you step into our yard, a camera goes on, and we can see it on our iPad or our phone. So we are protecting what is ours on the outside because we don't want anybody to take anything that's ours. And so what do you have this morning to protect your spiritual house from outside forces? Do you cover it with the word? Do you cover it with the anointing? And do you cover it most importantly in prayer? That is what we need to cover our house with. The song that we sang earlier, which we will sing later on at the end, Healing in This House, manifested peace to all, troubled hearts with healing balm. There is healing in this house. Restoration in this house. There is mercy. There is grace. Though you're heavy laden, come, bring your burdens one by one. Leave them there where they belong. There is healing in this house. Though the, you that are watching this morning, if you are going through something, you may be uh, depressed, you may need a healing, you may need something in your finances to break for you, if you will just zero in on what I'm talking about this house, there is healing in this house. There is healing in this house for you. And there is healing in this chapel for each and every one of you, no matter what you are facing today. John 14 and 1 in the Passion, don't worry or surrender to your fear. For you've believed in God, now trust and believe in me also, how many times have we struggled with fear of failure in our lives? How many times have you felt like you weren't quite good enough? How many times because of your background, maybe people say, well, you're from the wrong side of the tracks. You'll never amount to anything. All those things that were fed to us. You may have been born out of wedlock and never knew who your daddy was. You may have come from a life of sin and say, I was so far in sin that no one will ever love me. Yeah. 
but I'm here today to tell you that there is healing in your house today. There is healing in your house today. Jesus said, shed his blood just for you to cleanse you. You must not let yourselves be distracted. You must hold on to your faith in God and to your faith in me. 2 Timothy 1.7 He has not given us the spirit of fear but of love and a sound mind. Today you are filled with God's love once you accept him. And he has given you a sound mind no matter what on this earth that you have come through no matter what the devil has put in front of you he has given you a sound mind and you can you don't have to fear anymore my goal today is to bring you hope no matter what your situation is whether it's health issues finances emotional you know we all go through certain things but by the end of the message I hope you realize how you can have healing in your house Everyone is hanging on to something or someone for security. But we, are, we need to hang on to Jesus. Otherwise, you're hanging on to a thread. And a thread will break. But once we hold on to Jesus, the King of all kings, he will bring us through every situation in our lives. As Jesus gave up his life for you and me, he traded the worst day in human history for the living hope that we find ourselves thriving in today. Right now we are going to a clip and I want you to pay attention closely.
That should make your heart jump. Amen. The empty tomb is the reminder of us, of the power and hope that a new day dawning can bring to our house. A new day, a new beginning is in your house today, if you only believe. When Jesus rose from the tomb, he was established forever for you and me. Amen. Wow, what a future we have through this event in history. As miraculous as it was, we tend to forget his words to us. No matter what we are facing today, his word does not change. I change not, is what he says. And what he has done, he's come to us to have life and have it more abundantly. Whatever is upon you today, you can go through it with Jesus all you have to do is believe and say, I have healing in this house today. Life happens, as we well know, along our journey of life, doesn't it? Bad things happen to good people. Many of you sitting here and some of you out there are good people, but some bad things has happened to you. Satan has tried to rob you of so many things. As long as we're here on this earth, we are going to experience things that we did not plan for or ask for. They happen. It's part of life. As long as Satan roams this earth, things are going to happen. 1 Peter 5.8, the implication in the context is that if you do not bring your worries and cares to God, the devil will use depression and discouragement to devour you. Just as lions go after the feeble, the young, and the stragglers, so the enemy of our souls will also seek out those who are isolated, alone, or depressed to devour them. Doesn't that sound like us sometimes when we get beneath the load? We feel depressed and we feel like we're being devoured. You just heard an awesome testimony this morning. There were times where she felt like she was being devoured. But you know what? God came to her rescue and brought healing to her house. We all know the story of Elisha and the Shunammite woman. Uh, I'm not going to read all the scripture. It's just so long. But in 2 Kings 4, 8 through 37, Elisha... You know, she had made a place for the prophet, the man of God, Elisha. And so he asked her, what can I do for you? And she said, I want a son. And he prayed for her. And then the nine months later, here she is. She's got her son that she believed and wanted with her whole heart. But after the son got a little bit older, he went out in the field to help his father. And what happened? Sunstroke. He got overheated. And the boy died. And so the father said, take him to his mother. Isn't that just like a father? <laughs> take him to his mother. But you know what? She was a woman of God. A woman of God. And she was struck with a tragedy. But she believed in her heart that he was not going to die. This is what we must do when we are in a crisis. We must not waste any time 
going to the father with it. She laid the boy on the bed. And what does she do? She gets on that donkey to go see the prophet. She did it with haste. She didn't stay with the boy and get all depressed and down. She said, Lord, you gave me this child. He is a gift from you. I don't accept what is. But I believe in my heart that you are going to rise him from the dead. And so she went with haste to Elisha. And when Elisha saw her, he asked her, is it well? Now that took heart to say, it is well knowing that she left a dead son that she believed God for for years on a bed. But she said, it is well. So we need to run when circumstances happen. When circumstances happen to you, where do you run to? Do you run to friends who you know will feel sorry for you and say, you poor little thing? We don't need that. Feeling sorry for someone doesn't bring healing in the house. There's only one person that brings healing in the house. Do you end up having a pity party because things aren't going well for you? Do you self-medicate so you don't have to deal with the real issues? Or do you do like the Shunammite woman and run with all your might to Jesus Christ? That's what we need to do to bring healing in the house. We have to do it with all our might because there's a big devil out there that doesn't want you to succeed. There's a big devil out there that does not want you to know who you are in Jesus Christ. There's a big devil out there that does not want you to know that you are the righteousness of God. And you can walk with your head high and your shoulders back saying, I am a believer and there is healing in my house because I've accepted Jesus and I believe his word. Amen. 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 So good came out of the story. Elisha asked her if it was well. She said it is well. And the boy, we all know the story. He laid the rod on him and he laid on him and he rose. He called the mother and he said, this is your son. Amen. Amen. Proverbs 13, 12. Unrelenting disappointment leaves you heart sick. But a sudden good break can turn life around. A sudden good break will turn life around. Joy, Friday, a sudden good break turned your life around. Amen. What a testimony. What a testimony. For two years that was hanging over your head. But Friday, a good report. Amen. Your life was turned around because you didn't give up in your faith and belief in God. He brought healing to your house financially. Amen. That's what I'm talking about. Her faith. I want you to listen at this statement. Her faith did not deny what was. But her faith believed it would not stay. Her faith did not deny what was, but her faith believed it would not stay. And that's what we have to do today. We have to believe, even though on the outside we see everything coming against us, our faith has to believe that there is a good 
and best outcome for our house because we are confessing healing in this house in every area that you are confessing for. So healing was literally brought to her house by her son being brought back to life. You have to stand firmly planted with your feet grounded and can't waver because if you do, you get knocked down. To be able to say it is well with my soul, we have to have it right on the inside regardless of what we see on the outside. I stand before you today, it is well with my soul despite things that we have been through together with our family, with our church family. We stand with you and I want you to confess today, it is well with my soul. It is well with my soul. Those of you, I want you to say out loud, you might say, well, I'm by myself, it doesn't matter. The Holy Spirit is there with you and say, it is well with my soul. Well with my soul. I love that. It is well with my soul. And once we do, then we can see through the eyes of faith. But we have to get it right in our soul first and believe it. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding in all your ways. All your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight. Amen. There is healing in this house today. The Holy Spirit will always minister in your desert places. And we've all been in those desert places. So dry, so parched, our mouth is dry and we just long for a drink of water. All we have to do is come to Jesus and he will fill us with a spring that will never run dry. Amen. It is well this morning. Don't let the hurts, disappointments, failures, and regrets of the past cripple your present or define your future. I'm going to say that again. Don't let the hurts, disappointments, failures, and regrets of the past cripple your present or define your future. Amen? We can't... Look at what happened in the past. Define our future. I don't know about you, but I've got a great future ahead of me. I've got stuff that happened in the past, but you see, I'm not looking in my past. I'm not looking at what the devil did back here, but I'm looking to my future because he doesn't stop me from having my future. I'm going to heaven and nothing it's going to stop me from going to heaven. My eye is on the goal. Man, I am focused today because there is healing in this house today. I'm reminded of the song, You Say, by Lauren Daigle. It's so popular, she won a Dove Award and everything for it because it is so powerful. I'm just going to say just a couple things here of the lines that she sang. You say I'm loved. When I feel, when I don't feel a thing. Psalms 56, 8. You've kept track of all my wandering and my weeping. 
You've stored my many tears in your bottle. Not one will be lost, for they are all recorded in your book of remembrance. He knows everything that you've gone through. You think he doesn't, but he does. He is aware of everything that you've gone through. You say I am strong when I am weak. Do you feel that God cannot use you because of your weaknesses? Gideon did, and we are no different. We are all made up of the same emotions. He said, but I am the least of these in my father's house. Always making excuses for himself. That was in Judges 6.15. And then Moses, what another great leader. But he wasn't sure of himself. He said, I can't lead. I'm inadequate to lead. How many times has God told you to do something? To step out, but you say, I'm not fit. I'm not adequate. I didn't come from where I should have. Or maybe this or maybe that. If God told you to do something, he will equip you. He will equip you to do what he's asked you to do. In 2 Corinthians 12.10, For when I am weak, then I am strong. You see, the world or people around you may say I'm weak, but you say I am strong. You cause me to rise up on wings like eagles. I soar above the circumstances. I soar like an eagle. And so when you are feeling weak, Realize that the greater one lives on the inside of you. He brings healing to your house so that you will feel strong. Amen. Amen. We can't entertain our mind on the negative things. If you think of being a failure, guess what? You're going to be a failure. Our talk becomes so negative. Clean out that room in your house. Clean it out. Clean out the cobwebs of negativity. He did not die on the cross so that you would feel that you were not good enough. He died on the cross so that you would feel good enough. So that you would be whole. It's not simply the power of positive thinking. But positive speaking words and believing in your heart. Positive thinking is a good thing. But we have to have the faith in God to get us through. To have the healing in the house. Philippians 4, 6 through 7. It says, think on good things. When the voices in your head are negative and saying, it just won't work out. Joy for an instant said it won't work out. She was afraid to open that letter. But it was just for an instant because the greater one, the greater one lives on the inside of joy. And the greater one lives on the inside of you. Psalms 31, 24, be of good courage and he shall strengthen your heart. All who hope in the Lord. The Holy Spirit brings power into your house with great boldness if you allow the Holy Spirit to reign in your house. To fill up every nook and cranny, the Holy Spirit must be alive on the inside of us. Listen at this. Doubt puts a chokehold on any blessing God wants to bring into our lives. I mean, doubt 
puts a chokehold on anything in your life that you are confessing if you allow it to remain there. Circumstances are real. Just like I said before, bad things happen to good people. Circumstances are real. But when we only look at them, we dilute the faith we process, we possess. When we only look at the circumstances and not believe with faith, it delete, dilutes the possession of what we are believing for. I want to possess what I'm believing for. What if the Shumanite woman sat and grieved over her son and did not act in faith and accepted what was? She didn't deny what was, but she wouldn't accept what was. And that's what we have to do. We don't deny what is happening, but we don't accept what is happening because we believe on the Word of God and in faith. His resurrection changed everything for us. Do not let His death and resurrection be in vain in your life. Have faith in Him. He did it all for you. Everything on the cross that He went through, He went through you and me today. Psalms 34, 18, if your heart is broken, you'll find God right there. If you're kicked in the gut, He'll help you catch your breath. How many of us have been kicked in the gut? Kicked in the gut with circumstances where you feel like you literally could not get your breath. Whether it was through fear, an unexpected illness, unexpected uh, financial pressure. There is something that you may be going through and you feel literally that you were kicked in the gut today. I know I've been in places where I have felt like I've been kicked in the gut. But you know what? I'm alive, I'm here, I'm standing today because of the faithfulness of God and the faithfulness of His Word. He brought us through. He did. He brought us through. Psalms 139, 17 through 18. I love this. Every single moment you are thinking of me. How precious and wonderful to consider that you cherish me constantly in your every thought. Oh God, your desires toward me are more than the grains of sand on every shore. When I awake each morning, you're still with me. The only thing that matters is the last verse of this song. The only thing that matters now is everything you think of me. In you, I find my worth. In you, I find my identity. I found my worth and identity in Jesus Christ. Let me encourage you today, if you feel like you are nothing because of what has happened to you, because of the way you were raised or where you come from, you are something. You are so valuable this morning. I just read to you how much He cherishes us. He thinks about us all the time so that Jesus Christ can bring healing to your house, healing to my house, healing to this house today in this chapel. Amen. Amen. Trees in a storm sway 
back and forth and sometimes we wonder my goodness how can this tree stand but you know what makes that tree stand it's the roots that go down deep into the earth and they just go out and just grab that earth and hold on for dear life so that when the storms of life come it may sway it may go down but it is still there it is still there and I'm encouraging you today let those roots go down deep in the word because that's what's going to sustain you that's what's going to bring healing to your house this morning you may sway circumstances come remember I said bad things happen to good people you may sway and feel like all the disappointments that I've been through the hurts that I've been through I don't know if I can ever overcome yes you can just let your roots grow down into his word in his Holy Spirit and let that anointing just flow over you and stand firmly yes you may sway like the tree but you know what you won't be broken because your focus is on Jesus Christ the one that gave his life for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that you and I might have life and have it more abundantly so we've been through many storms in our life but guess what here I am here I am I'm standing before you today strong <laughs> many things have bent my tree but you know what I'm standing strong today been through many things what bondages are holding you today you need to cut them loose and be free today I want to share just a few things with you I won't go into detail but when our daughter was hit by the car and she was told and we were told that she would not live we had to rely on God the doctors but you know what we all you all know the story that when she was hit pastor was out of town he was right up the road here in Fort Worth and at the time we were living in Tennessee and when that happened but I was like the Shunammite woman I rushed her to uh, the hospital we didn't wait for an ambulance we we're crazy back then but I was so wanting her to get help and then a policeman saw us and he let us get in his car and he put the sirens on and rushed us to the hospital and oh my god the sight that I saw just broke my heart but I was determined God you didn't let her die at the scene you spared her life for a reason so I was like the little Shunammite woman I went with all my might and I called pastor and you all know the story we went through months uh, she was unconscious and they said when they released her from the hospital she'd be a vegetable but there she sits there her husband sits and there's my beautiful grandson whole today you see Jesus brought healing 
in my house and in pastor's house so we could believe for her healing. If we didn't have it together in our house, we wouldn't have our daughter today because we would have believed what we saw, not what we were believing for. So Jesus brought healing to our house by believing his word. Next, our son Jeff was taken at the age of 15. Did we hurt? Of course. The only way to deal with that situation is having your spiritual house in order. Just for a moment, I was like joy. I kind of just lost it when we were in the elevator. And it took all it could do. I heard them saying, Sharon, Sharon, Sharon. I heard them, but I didn't want to. I was so overwhelmed with grief of the loss of my son. But it wasn't very long. It was just for an, maybe a minute. And then I came back to my senses. And then we had to realize that we had to get healing in our house to get through this. It's one of the, that is the most difficult thing that we have ever been through is the loss of our son. Because see, I had to remember, you've got three other children. You can't fold. They need your strength. It is their brother that they lost. They in their own way grieved because of the loss of their brother. And so we had to get healing in our house for the rest of the house. And if I can say anything to you, if you are going through a grief or a, a physical thing, realize, especially if you are a family unit, you have to get your house in order for the rest of the natural house. Because they are leaning, whether you are the head of the household, they need your strength, they need your guidance. So you need to continually get healing in your house for the rest of the house. And if you are single, get healing in your house. Because people around you have a word from you that you can literally save their life. One word will change the direction of a person's life. And all we need is one word from God. And then next, when our children were away from God for almost 12 years, Believe me, that was tough. Here we are ministers. We went through the pain. We went through the shame. We said, what did we do? What caused this? But you know what? They were old enough to make up their own decisions. So we had to get over the guilt and the shame that they were no longer serving the Lord. But you know what? We didn't lose our faith. Do you lose your faith? when you are faced with something? Did we lose our faith? No. Was it easy? No. But we were reminded that God was, that Jesus was raised from the dead for all of us. And it, even though it took 12 years, every one of them now are living for Jesus Christ. It is well with my soul today it is well with my family today 
And we need to get to the point and thank God that it is well with my soul. So you see, if you are overcome with an illness or a disappointment in your life, if you have to deal with a situation in your body, you have to confess it as well and not look at the circumstances. I stand before you well today. The last couple weeks I've been really faced with uh, a lot of pain. And uh, the doctor, they give me a shot, but uh, you know, I still deal with some of the pain. I hadn't told anyone because I believe Jesus is bringing healing in this house. At first, the first doctor I went to, he said, well, I think you're going to need a new hip. And I, I didn't want a new hip. I like the hip I got. <laughs> and so I went to, uh, he sent me to another doctor for a second opinion. And he said, no, you don't need a new hip. He said, I can give you a shot and, and it'll help immensely. And that's what he did. And so I'm confessing total healing in my body. So you see, we go through things just like you. We are attacked the same way. The devil is no respecter of persons, believe me. He attacks us just like he attacks you. And so you see, we have to stand on our faith. And we have to declare that there is healing in this house healing in this house today if you've not seen the results of your prayers as yet don't get discouraged Psalms 3 12 through 12 3 12 through 14 I'm not saying that I have this all together that I have it made but I am well on my way Reaching out for Christ who has so wondrously reached out for me. Friends, don't get me wrong. By no means do I count myself an expert in all of this. But I've got my eye on the goal. Where God is beckoning us onward to Jesus. I'm off and running. And I'm not turning back. Amen. We don't claim to have all the answers, but this one thing I know, that I am cradled in the arms of my Jesus Christ. And He is bringing healing in my house. You know, we are entering into the spring season of, of uh, our weather right now. And I do a spring cleaning, and I know someone on our staff said they were doing a spring cleaning. And what a spring cleaning does is that you move all the furniture that's been in place since back in the fall or the summer, and you move it out to get rid of all the cobwebs through all the ductwork and everything that has happened through the winter and dust. And you, but you can only get to it if you move things out. And you have to sweep, you have to vacuum, you have to wash to get it clean again before you put it back. Well, winter has passed and spring is here in our spiritual house. We need to sweep out doubt. We need to sweep out fear. We need to sweep out inferiority. 
we need to sweep out negative thinking we need to sweep out that we are not loved we need to sweep out any feelings that God is not there that God does not love you we need to do a spiritual cleaning in our house today the very same power that raised Jesus from the dead is here and ready to empower you to walk through anything that you are facing today if you'll sing that last pastor scriptures today and there's nothing more powerful than God's word Amen. you've heard God's word today Amen. she shared some of our personal life and experiences that we've gone through those wasn't easy moments mm -hmm. yours are not easy moments hours, days, weeks, sometimes months. That's not easy for you. But just because it's not easy doesn't mean the Word of God's not true. That's right. She shared here how Elisha, the woman, said, I perceive he's a man of God. I perceive he's a man of God. And she built him a room. She built him a room. She made room for the prophet of God. We need to make room for right. God Amen. in our life every moment of every day. Every one of you, you have moments, you have days, sometimes it seems like it's just not working. Or somebody did you wrong or somebody betrayed you somebody did something that you just felt like was unfair a lot of times it's out of our control but yet they use it against us exactly well just look at Jesus that's right 
You know, Jesus, when he was betrayed by Judas, and he cut the ear off of the Peter cut the ear off of the servant. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, I could have called 10,000 angels. That's right. I could have called 10,000 angels, but he said, I'm going through this. So when you're going through whatever you're going through, remember what Jesus did for you. I don't want to preach her message again, but we're here together this morning to tell you Amen. that there's healing in your house. healing in this house wherever you are spiritually physically or emotionally God is right here with you I, I'm telling you I, the whole time she was preaching not because she was my wife but I I pressed in to the anointing of the Holy Ghost you know I've watched her as she talked about how she's been in pain it's been more than two weeks it's been about a month and you know she mentioned, we're just like you. We have our own situations. So we don't just get up here and say things from the Bible to preach to you. We teach you what we live by. That we do our best to live by. We're not perfect. We've got a long ways to go. But you know what? We keep going. We keep going. Sometimes that road, sometimes where you're going, it looks like you're never going to get there, but you just keep going. Just keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. So this morning, I want to pray with you, and I want to pray for the people in our audience. And I want to believe God. I want to believe God that Whatever you need in this room. I, I know there's some people in this room you need a touch from God. I know that. I, I don't know it because of something somebody's told me. I just know it in the Spirit that somebody is going to receive healing. I believe she's going to receive healing. I believe I'm going to receive healing. I believe people around the world is going to receive healing. Are you listening? Are you listening? Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And there's a few people that have, I, I, I told them, some special people. Here's a woman, her name is Barbara from Virginia Beach. She watches us and I've known Barbara. She's been a partner in our ministry for many years. And she's been through some, she's a beautiful African-American lady. And for years, she's just been so faithful, so faithful. Her name's Barbara Harper, and she's from Virginia Beach. And you know what? She had some people turn on her. Family members turned on her. Tried to discredit her and her credibility, her character. Barbara's a godly woman. But you know what? I just call her and encourage her. And we prayed with her and stand with her. Barbara, I don't know if you're watching today or not. But I'm believing God. 
I'm believing God today for Barbara. Here's Gina from West Virginia. Here's Houston from Silicaga. Sherry from, I don't know where she's from, and Sonia from Tampa. Arlene from California. Susan from Texas. And it goes on and on and on, the different ones that they wanted prayer on this day. And I got faith in your prayers today, and there's many here that I, I, I can't get to. And I want you to put your agreement with me when I pray for these. And I want, I want us and people in the audience to be in agreement for you. See, as we pray for them, they're praying for you. Folks, I, I'm telling you, we don't just come in this room and have a preaching message and a few songs, but we come in the presence yes. of the Lord. We come in the anointing of the Holy Ghost. And every time we come together, we're not talking about ourselves or exalting some name. We're exalting the name of Jesus, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Great I Am, the One that is resurrected, the One that is at the right hand of the Father, interceding for you and me today. So today, let that Holy Ghost, let the power of God begin to go through you. Don't go out of this room. You that are watching, don't, don't just click off and go on about your day. Press in like that little woman with the issue of blood. She pressed in. Something big is happening in the Spirit. This is Resurrection Sunday. Jesus is alive. He's not dead. He's alive. He's alive in your life. Everybody's in your life. Everybody say, He's alive in me. Jesus is alive in me. You at home say it. Jesus is alive in me. Wow. Wow. Let's everybody pray this prayer because I, I, I believe there's someone watching that's you've drifted away from the Lord. Maybe in this room. You've drifted away from the Lord and your relationship is not right. Healing is going to come in your house right now. Healing is going to come in your house right now. Everybody repeat this after me. Father, in Jesus' name, I believe you hear me when I pray. Forgive me of my, of my wrong, of my sin, where I've missed the mark. Jesus, I love you. Help me in my weakness. When I'm weak, help me to depend upon your strength. I know I can't make it on my own, but you promised me you'd never leave me nor forsake me, but go with me all the way. Jesus, I make you Lord of my life today. Amen. You know, there's a difference in Him being Lord and Savior. You know, when He's Savior, that's your fire insurance. That's all you got is fire insurance when He's Savior. But when He's Lord, when He's Lord, 
That means he's a part of your life 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, even when you're sleeping. Amen. So Father, I, I pray over every person in this room today those that are hurting anywhere in their life, whether it be emotionally, physically, relationally, wherever there is a hurt, wherever there's a wound, wherever there's a problem, Father, you destroy that yoke right now. And let healing begin to flow right now. And Father, I just pray right now for Juanita in Winter Haven, California. I pray, Lord, for John and Sue over in Tennessee. That Sue will overcome that cancer. Come on, believe God with me right now. I've known John and Sue for over 40 years. Over 40 years. Satan has tried to take Sue out, but she just won't give in. And I believe she's won that battle. I believe she's won that battle. I believe it. Ella from South Carolina. Darren from Alabama. These people are Edna from Alabama. My goodness. Somebody say thank you, Jesus. Sherman from Dallas. My goodness, it goes on and on and on. The people, and this is just a few that I brought here this morning. I pray, Lord, that as we agree together, there's miracles of healing taking place right now. Miracles of deliverance taking place right now. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're touching the hearts and the lives of every individual that is reaching out in faith right now. I thank you, Lord. God, let today be a day that where we look back and we remember we heard your voice. We applied the word to our heart and we realize our future is brighter than our past. Our future is better than our past. And as we age in life, Lord, age won't cause us to crumble, but your power will overshadow us to become stronger. Even though physical things come to us and try to take us out, you said you would never leave us. Pastor Sharon said, we don't deny what happens, but we deny the right for it to stay there. And so I'm speaking to somebody in this room right now. Something's happened, but it's not going to stay there. It's not going to stay there. You're healed from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Come on, let's just believe God. Let's just believe God. Thank you, Jesus.
Thank you, Jesus. Come on and let's just worship the Lord a moment. Let's just worship the Lord a moment. Let the Holy Spirit speak to you. Let the Holy Spirit speak to you. Let the power of God begin to flow from the top of your head all the way down to the bottom of your feet, down to your toes. Let the glory go through you. Let the glory go through you right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Everybody say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And we're going to receive communion here in just a few moments, but our internet audience, we didn't prepare you for that. And so in just a moment, I'm going to say goodbye to you, but I want to ask you to remember us in your offerings. If you don't have a home church, you can tithe right here to Experience Life Church if I'm your pastor. I have people tell me all the time, all the time, you're my pastor. You're my pastor. I mean, I get this every day. You're my pastor. I, I hear people tell me we go to church, but yet we're not comfortable in that church. You're our pastor, and you've been our pastor. Well, if you don't have a church... There's a place you can go to. You can go to eoglobal.church. And on the right-hand side of the screen, there's just a little picture that that's on the website that you click. And you can give by credit card. And if you're like some, you may want to send it to the post office box. You don't want to do the Internet or you don't use the Internet for that. And the credit card. Just mail it there. Mail it there. One of our viewers told me, said, I'm mailing it on an offering. I saw you the other night and I was touched. I was blessed in a melon and an offering to experience Life Church. Folks, we just purchased a new keyboard, new speaker, new drums, over $4,000. So somebody could, you know, the old one just wore out. We got other things we're constantly replenishing and redoing. So it takes money. But for you in the internet audience, do your part, and it's been a joy to be with you today. We're going to have our communion here, and maybe Pastor Al and I will do a live one Tuesday night and serve a live communion service Tuesday night for you and then in that audience. So God bless you.